Welcome to the End Times Chat. Our passion is found in the words of Jesus. There will be signs in the sun, moon, and stars. On the earth, nations will be in anguish and perplexity at the roaring and tossing of the sea. People will faint from terror, apprehensive of what is coming on the world, for the heavenly bodies will be shaken. At that time, they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. When these things begin to take place, stand up and lift up your heads, because your redemption is drawing near. Each week, you will hear news from around the world that will urge you to wake up to these events to make you knowledgeable about what the Bible says about them. Join GJ and Dan in the conversation. Hey, what's going on? Nothing. 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 I got nothing. It's nothing. Nothing. Actually, nothing. Nothing. I'm just saying. No. Usually when I'm saying nothing, there's a lot. <laughs> it's like dyslexia talk. <laughs> it reminds me of a song. Woo! Good God, y'all. What is it good for? You don't know that song? Woo! <laughs> there it is. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> hey, we're keeping everybody entertained. We, we have a slight delay. No, we don't. <laughs> we have a slight, no, we don't have a delay. We're delayed. Hey, but look at that nice setup of you. You look like you're in the, you've upgraded your news, news source, your news outlet, your studio. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, this is Journey's little location over here. This is her desk. This is where she works. I don't buy that. I think that's yours because I can see the work. It looks like yours because I've seen her work and it's much better. Uh, yeah, her work, her art is way better than mine. I, I do have to admit. Uh, I'm, I'm still learning. She's teaching me and I'm learning a lot. Uh, I just learned how to color outside the lines. So that's good. <laughs> we're, we're working it. We're working it. Um, actually, we have, yes. Here's a message from our sponsor. I, I can't, I have to go way off screen to do it now. I got a, yeah, yeah, I got a stretch. You got a stretch. I got a new camera. I got a new camera. We're going to call you Stretch Armstrong. Hey, look at that wingspan. Whoa. There you go. <clears throat> you can play in the league. Hey, that's right. Dude, we got a lot to talk about. We need to get going. We need to get, we got to get I this. Know. Started. I know. You waited 10 minutes just to get it launched. Just, <laughs> I know. Hey everybody, welcome to the end times dot chat or end times chat with GJ and Dan. That's right. It's down that way. Um, this is, uh, this is, I don't know what episode this is. I think I've lost count, but we're nearing 70. 64. 64. 64. And I'm really stoked because, uh, there's just more and more that happens every single week that just keeps us going and the end yes. hasn't happened yet. So that means we can keep on going until the end happens. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the delay. I appreciate that. Uh, while you thought that one through. Uh, <laughs> I'm a little slow today. Just like <laughs> launching our show. I know. That was so nuts. I have no idea what was going on there, but it was weird. Neither really did our weird. tech guy. Neither did our tech guy. He's I'm been like, relieved of his duties, so. You need to fire that guy. You need to fire him. He's fired. That's, yeah. well, right, I'll see you later. Well, we're not the easiest guys to work with. No, we're not. Um, all right. So we do have quite a bit to discuss today. I'm doing great. I had a great week. My nobody first week. asked, even though nobody asked. 
hey, no, I'm going to ask you what's next. What's on your, what's, what, what, what do you do this past week? But you know, I, I started my first week at a law firm. <clears throat> loved, loved it. Great people. They love Jesus and they're, uh, it's going to be a fun ride while we're there. So how was your week? Very busy. We had people in town from Nashville and we did some recordings and, uh, we went out and ate a lot and I feel like I put on 10 pounds. Well, that's why you woke up and fell asleep this morning and woke up at 1130. If, for those of you who can't see this on um, Spotify or iTunes, GJ is making a chipmunk face. Whoa, dude, that's just normal right now after all that food I ate. <laughs> With a bunch of nuts in his cheeks, he is, uh, he's ballooning, apparently. <clears throat> Thanks for telling everybody about my sleep cycle. <laughs> <laughs> just one day, just one day. But is it? <laughs> that's a good question. Uh, that's oh. a good question. Hey, we had we had some, <laughs> we had some major major stuff going on this past weekend. Yeah, let's just keep going. We don't care about the oh, teaser. Uh, Whoa, what what is that, Dan? You know what? We're gonna just play it and just can, we're gonna talk over it. This we showed a video similar to this. Uh, last week when this volcano yeah. first started going off. But you actually were the one to post this one in the chat. So uh, what is this, GJ? I don't know what it is. Just big explosion out in the middle of the ocean in the Pacific Ocean. I think the Tonga, Tonga Island. The Hunga the the Volcano. The Hunga Tonga Volcano. Yeah, Hunga Tonga. Thank, thank you. I forgot you're part Hawaiian. And uh, it erupted again and massive massive way and earthquake and that started something that the water was going crazy and what oh. happened yeah we're gonna get there so oh oh well now we're gonna hold them in suspense no we're gonna show them we're gonna show them right now i'm gonna pop up <clears> the other the other stuff that we've got uh you can literally see this sucker from space when it exploded that this past weekend. So from, from the from the Dan satellite. From the Dan satellite. Look at that. That's a two second clip. I'm gonna show you a little longer one. That is a massive. And then when you take a look at the next one, it gives you a little bit more perspective when uh, you're taking a look at the size and the scope of what we're talking about here. So this is a little longer video. I kind of will kind of show you off and on what's what's going on, but check that out seriously that's crazy i know it's, so that's in the middle of the pacific ocean and it sets off a force through the entire pacific ocean so then what happens uh you tell me <laughs> why don't you just tell us and show us the video oh yeah we got a video this Cue is the clip Cue the clip. Cue, cue clip, sir. Cue clip. All right. All right, everybody. We're having technical difficulties today. No, we're not. We got this. We, we had the fire. We had the fire tech guy. And I had to take over. So that's that's why we're we're facing this battle right now. But this for, those, here, that, for those that don't know, Dan has always been the tech guy. And right now he's we really didn't fire anybody. <laughs> no, they're also good. But check this out. This is America, American Samoa, which is an island in the Pacific. Pretty close by where it went off near uh, Fiji and uh, and the island of Tonga, Tonga. 
really longer. Um, I did not just say that. <laughs> you, you, no, you did say that. <laughs> <laughs> Check that out, though. This, I mean, there was a tsunami. A two to three feet came in. You can see that it didn't go all the way up into the land, but people were definitely taken off. Um, and and the other thing about this is, GJ, is that California, where I am in Northern California, is, I don't know, a couple thousand miles away uh, as far as the crow flies. And we actually uh, had a tsunami that hit right in the Santa Cruz Harbor. So Santa Cruz Harbor is about an hour south of San Francisco, but you can see the kind of uh, damage that was left there with the flooding that happened with that tsunami that came into the Santa Cruz Harbor. So you can see back in, this, in the back part, I'm not sure if you see my cursor, but um, the, the guys just zoomed in for yes. us. Yes. There's cars floating, trucks in there. So that tsunami just came in and it just hung there and stayed there for a little while. And eventually those waters receded, but as far away as um, Northern California. And so it reminded me, GJ, a little while back, we talked about the La Palma volcano and mm -hmm. if that exploded and fell into, <clears throat> it fell into the ocean, what kind of tsunami that could potentially cause for the East Coast. I think this here, I, you know, if I had any doubt of what was actually going to be taking place if a volcano went off in the middle of the Pacific or the middle of the Atlantic and it slid into uh, the, the ocean, if I had any doubt, this removed all doubt for me. Because if it can cause a two to three feet uh, tsunami that comes in as far north as uh, Santa Cruz from this location, it can definitely cause major havoc in the Atlantic Ocean. So pretty, pretty crazy stuff. That's all I have to say. Well, it's not only that you had to say, just maybe on that point, because I know you. Um. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I have to say about this. Yes, thank you. <laughs> And, and I loved it how he said, hey, he, he zoomed in for us. <laughs> That's right. This is live, live from Santa Cruz. We are flying overhead in a drone and we are catching this footage. Thank you. Thank you for catching that footage for us and zooming in. I appreciate it. Um, none of that is true, by the way. <laughs> none of that is true. Well, actually, DJ, you, you actually brought this one to our attention. So why don't you talk about this one? Well, <clears throat> First of all, why are we talking about all this, all these crazy weather things? I mean, you know, anybody can say, hey, well, that happens. Of course it is. The reason we're, we're talking about it is it says, you know, in the Bible that in the end days, these types of things are going to happen and they're going to happen more and more. And they call it the birth pains and <clears throat> there will be perilous times. And we talk about this every week and every week there's something. And, and, so what caught my eye on this is not the tornadoes themselves. It's the four tornadoes in Florida. So I live in the Midwest. It's The Midwest is commonly known, Midwest of the United States, of America. <clears throat> so in the middle of the, of the states is called the Midwest, and it's also known as Tornado Alley. So for, I mean, my whole life, the Midwest has been, hey, oh, so I, I mean, all the time, anytime I meet somebody that's from the South or somewhere else, so what do you see a lot of tornadoes? No, I don't. That's the crazy thing. I haven't. Um, we've had tornadoes. There's been more tornadoes other places outside of what is the normal region. 
and and it's not even regionalized now. It's happening everywhere. It's happening in the northwest, the southwest. I mean, everywhere. And now the southeast, uh, and the southeast has had a, a whole bunch of them uh, in the last the last year. And so, I, what caught my eye is just the four tornadoes in uh, Florida, and um, I don't know exact what how to describe it, like mid mid. Florida. Yeah, Naples, Florida is more in mid-Florida. And not only that, uh, it's the time of year too, GJ. So tornadoes have happened in Florida, but I don't really remember them happening during the winter. With a winter no, storm. No, no. Really about it. No. So so which leads us to the next clip, which is real quick boop. and talk about apparently we're staying in Florida real quick. <laughs> oh hey, we're we're fast travelers. Santa we Cruz are. to Florida. Hey, and then then there's this. <laughs> the, 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 this one could have been things that make you go. I know. I was thinking. Of, I was thinking about that, but because it's it's Earth related, I was like, you know, let me put it here. <laughs> Maybe we'll talk about it later. Yeah, I, it could go. It could go either way. You're right. <laughs> uh, did you post this one or did I post this one? I, I post it. I posted it. Because I'm like, okay, what what is the some symbolic reason for this? <clears throat> and they call them hoodoos. That's the, the local communities call them hoodoos. So what happens is um, the sand, you know, the the wind blows, and then the sands, the temperatures drop, and it starts to freeze, and it creates these different type of sand sculptures. Is really what it is, and it's all by, you know, done by the wind and the cold. And so then I started thinking about, okay, what, you know, obviously you can't see any symbolism here. At least I wasn't able to pick out anything. And I started thinking, you know, what what's the purpose of this, or is there more to the story here? So it just inquired me, and I just thought, hey, there's something a little unique. It is tied to Earth News, and it's also things that made me want to go. Well, to me, it's... To me- <laughs> Wait one more. So to me, it's it's a it's another I way. Of, I have not lost my mind. Just no, no, no. Just no we, lo- we lost our mind a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> that happened a long time ago. Um, no, to me, it's just another news story of showing the crazy the, the crazy things you can see and how someone if you just looked at that and you would think, oh my gosh, it's aliens, it's aliens, or somebody from. Somebody, oh, this is somebody just doing sculptures and trying to make it seem like uh, that it's aliens. But you know, that's actually a, a natural phenomenon that this does happen. But um, to me, what it said was is that somebody can take this kind of a thing and run with it, and more deception can happen and kind of normalize what what we know is potentially coming as far as deception. But I thought this was pretty cool, and I put it in Earth News. It could have been the things to make you go, but this is where it <laughs> but we do have to move on to wars, rumors, wars. Unless you had another Earth news kind of thing, because we have there's quite a bit no, of activity actually. No, no, I just thought you'd spend the next hour on the tsunami. I just thought we'd spend the next hour going. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! I need to go back to bed. No, this is too much fun. So this is the afternoon for me. <laughs> that's true. It is true, and it's almost the afternoon for me. Well. There's a, I know that you and I posted a bunch of stuff in uh, in the end times dot chat 
Telegram channel, which if you're on Telegram, please just go type in end times chat and look us up. We'd be happy to have you join us. Um, we post a lot of this stuff. Yeah, very nice. Very nice. It's over here. Uh, we post a lot of this stuff that we talk about in that in that chat. So we'd love yeah, to have right, you. Right, right, right there. Right there. Right there. So the NATO chief is warning that there's a real risk of conflict as talks with Russia over Ukraine end. Apparently, Russia walked out on the talks because they're like, we're not getting anywhere. So they walked out. So that obviously raised a lot of tension. And, um, but the guy, uh, the, a Russian diplomat named Sergei Ryabkov, which I'm probably butchering that last name, assured reporters that Russia had no intention of invading Ukraine. However, GJ, this happened. Want to talk to us about this? The false flag. Oh, did you post this or did I post this? I you posted that one, bro. I posted the hybrid war. Oh, that's coming next. Oh, okay. So, yeah, because me, this, this, throw, this, me, this, throw me out on that. It looks like uh, Putin is struggling there. It looks like he's, uh, yeah. 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 We know what he's, yeah. Next topic. It looks like he's <laughs> looking at the Zoom screen and somebody, uh, one of the other world leaders is on there. <laughs> he's like, Maybe he's looking at the uh, the uh, digital attack that they did on Ukraine. Oh, yeah. Hold on. We'll get there. So U.S. Oh. Uh, claims that Russia was planning a, quote, false flag operation to justify the Ukraine invasion, which, by the way, this past weekend, this happened. <laughs> I thought you were doing a commercial. <laughs> no, but I'm trying to get that off the screen. Oh, my gosh. Uh, hey, this is what happens when you go to somebody else's website. So you posted, yes. you posted this one. It's all you. Well, so so Ukraine is saying there's there's the new hybrid war. So they've been talking about you know troops and all that. So a normal war, we're thinking of troops and and jet fighters and submarines and ships and and so forth. That still goes on, but now the new type of hybrid war is a cyber attack, and 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 then also using you know, uh, mil the military force as well. So Ukraine is stating that, or stating that they've been attacked by Russia under a cyber attack. So they haven't actually fired any missiles or anything like that, but they're on the aggressor, they're being the aggressor. <clears throat> so what caught my eye on this is we're in a new day. I mean, war, like if you even look at that video right there, we're showing a tank uh, firing, um, is is that the war is more than just you know bullets and and uh, you know different different types of arsenal. It's can be cyber attacks as well because you yeah. take out you take out their you take out all their communication and all their data. I mean, we're so data and communication dependent now across the world. I mean, you take that out, you're you're in, you're in a heap of trouble. You know, I just noticed, I just paused it because I went back and I, I just noticed the uh, the hand motion that that guy just did and he just took it away real quick. I'm not sure if you caught that or not. Well, I didn't because it's one more time. So uh, I'll just let this kind of play out because this is talking about the fact that the Russian troops were practicing long range deployments and then right there, boom, he flashes that kind of a hand sign and then pulls it back down again. That's actually a very symbolic hand sign that we can get into another time. But I just noticed that that guy just did that. Very interesting. Very good eye, Dan. 
Wow. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate wow. it. Wow. Well, then there's this. Oh so, my gosh. What, what is that? <laughs> well, what it is, is that it says World War III fears rise as Europe is at its closest armed conflict in 30 years. So with all the stuff going on with Russia, Ukraine, Georgia, Armenia, Moldova, and all of the countries around them with active or frozen conflicts, um, Europe is now saying that they're probably the closest they've been in 30 years to an armed conflict happening on a grander scale. So again, this is wars and rumors of wars for anybody that's wondering why we keep talking about this particular issue. And uh, Russia and Ukraine has been in the news a lot recently. We're going to talk about China and Taiwan again. We're going to mention North Korea in just a moment. But those are where a lot of the wars and rumors of wars, mostly rumors of wars, are happening. And Jesus was very clear that those things would increase in the end times. It's not the end, he said, but it will increase in the end times. And that's why we're talking about it. So I just thought that uh, with some of the things that they confirm here, like the fact that Russia's deployed more than 100,000 troops near the borders of Ukraine. So even though the this guy named Sergei, this diplomat is saying, oh, we have no intention. Well, of course they don't, I mean, they can actually say that out loud, but it doesn't mean they're not going to do it if something were to happen, right? So um, Crimea has also been part of the part of the news recently. So there's a lot happening over there with that, but I did want to get to this one, GJ. I think you and I, I think you posted something about this in the chat, but um, but if not, it, there's this whole still big question of China and Taiwan as it as they increases in the conflict, the ability for a conflict to actually happen. So really, that's news to me. I've never even heard of that. Yeah, I never heard of it either. Wow. Oh, oh, excuse me. Almost for 64 straight weeks. For 60. <laughs> We've been talking about China and Taiwan. Uh, at least. At least. I'm actually popping a link in this uh in the chat so that people want to go check this story out. This, this is a really cool story. It actually goes through and talks about where is Taiwan, shows you the map, why it's so important to China, because it's in the straits of uh this part of the sea. Why is Taiwan separate from China? It also goes into can Taiwan defend itself? And then this is what I thought was pretty interesting right here, GJ, the Chinese and Taiwanese armed forces. Uh, you can see the total number of Chinese forces are over 2 million, and Taiwan only has a total of 163,000. So they are far outmatched uh, as far as militarily. So this is the kind of thing that you want to take a look at. As far as strategic missile forces, Taiwan has zero. Uh, support forces, zero. Other forces, zero. So Taiwan is very much of a sitting duck out in the in the straits of the China Sea. So David versus Goliath. Big time. And of course, Taiwan has other friends, the U.S. being one and um, the United Kingdom being another, Australia being another. So who knows what would happen if uh, they went after Taiwan. But you posted this one. I thought this was a uh, another interesting article about what North Korea is doing. Well, we, we talked about North Korea last week, and of course they continue to puff out their chest and saying, uh, here's the power that we have, and now they're doing you know more tests. And uh, just like the title there says, I mean, it's they're just going, <clears throat> I believe their tests are, are, are really an act of aggression, even though they're not targeting anybody yet. They're just saying, look at us, don't mess with us. Oh, by the way, 
if you do, here's what we can do back to you. That, that's the message that I discerned from this. So just, I mean, we're probably not much more we can say about this particular thing, just the fact that it is also another war and rumor of war issue that Jesus talked about when he uh, warned us of what was going to happen during the end times. So uh, there was something that happened this past weekend on Saturday, and uh, I didn't pull it up, so I'm actually going to pull it up right now. But It was called a tsunami. <laughs> well, you could consider it a tsunami of... Um, Saturday, Saturday was a big, <laughs> busy day <laughs> around yes, the world. Yes, it was. Well, this is, uh, I'm going to pop it up on the screen real quick for us. I uh, just found it. You know, racism happens on many different levels, but there has been one particular group of people that over the years, thousands and thousands of years, they have been hated by many. And that is the Jewish people, the people from uh, from Israel. And uh, what I find is, is that the hatred runs so deep. And I've been, I've been reading a lot again about Ishmael and Isaac, Abraham's two sons. And I, re I personally really believe that the two nations, the Arab nation and the Israeli nation, uh, the Jewish people came from the same line from Ishmael uh, and through Isaac, because Ishmael was actually born from a concubine that Abraham's wife had given to Abraham because she couldn't bear children. And then the only child that, uh, that Sarah was able to have was, as far as a male, was Isaac. And so from those two family, from those lines came this conflict. Now, this is how I, this is how I see it. Now, maybe not other people see it the same way, but there, that's why I think there's such a deep, deep hatred for the Jewish people. <laughs> especially because of the land of Israel and Jerusalem. Well, I th that's a great insight, Dan. And I don't normally tell you that you have great insights. Um, so <laughs> that's a great insight. And I just read, so I'm reading the Bible cover to cover, you know, this whole year. And obviously that's in Genesis. And I just read, read that, uh, you know, where Abraham and Sarah and Isaac and all, and, and Ishmael and all are, uh, you know, that that timeline and you can just you know i've read it before and i and you my discernment on it was like yeah this is much deeper seated that was carried forward and so your insight is really confirms what i was picking up and then it makes sense how deep the wound is all these years you know thousands of years yeah and, and uh it's it's just really interesting when you actually dive into that the the hate, the, well, not really, I wouldn't know if this is called hatred or just spite that Sarah had for, um, for Ishmael's mom, where she complained at some point that Ishmael was uh, going to take over and get everything that Isaac was going to have. And then Sarah got jealous and then had Abraham send them away. So it, and then later on, we actually find out that uh, when people were coming to actually do whatever to Ishmael, that they that they were protected because Abraham put a blessing of protection over them. So, a lot a lot of this could stem from that, and uh, and so. But here's the thing: so there was a a 44 year old British citizen that went into a synagogue in Colleyville, Texas. Now, here's the interesting thing about this: we just had a couple friends that moved to Colleyville, so of course 
we were uh, texting them and making sure that they were okay. They didn't live too close to this location, but this guy went in and took a bunch of hostages, said a bunch of things about about the Jewish religion uh, and the you know the Jewish faith. And then uh, he did die from a gunshot wound. They're not sure if he killed himself or if if uh, the police took him out. But this kind of thing will continue to happen, and not only with the Jewish people, but with Christians more going forward. Because it does say in scripture that the world will hate us because of, because of Jesus. So if, uh, if, if there's a bunch of people that will hate the Jewish people because of their, their claim to the land of Israel and, their, and just their, their history, we have to understand that Christians are, will continue to be persecuted against. And, you know, we don't see a lot of that in the United States, but we also, we definitely do see that a lot in uh, other countries as well. So anyway, I thought this was something that really just deserved to be talked about. And, um, but then GJ, I found something else that was really, really, it really bugged me. And it was, it was this right here. I'm not going to play the whole video. I'm not going to play the video at all, actually, but I will pop up something that I did notice. And then I did uh, want to zoom in on, but did you happen to hear about the after school Satan club? for first through fifth graders. Did you happen to see that in the chat? Yes, and actually I saw it and put it in one of the other chats that I know we're both in as well. Um, yes, I, I saw it. It's very disturbing. And what what's, what's disturbing to me is obviously promoting Satan. The other part of it is, is that, oh, we can do this, but you can't do this, 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 whatever that may be. So there's such a hypocrisy in so many ways. And it just shows how evil and how deception is is elevating and you know you, you had that clip there if you want to go ahead and play it um, it's, a, it's a pretty long clip it actually is alveda king who is uh, related to martin luther king jr talking yeah. about um i think she's the niece yeah the niece of martin luther king jr of course oh. they had her on after martin luther king day yes yeah we need to you know i was just talking to somebody about that this morning we really uh do we should personally honor a man who did so much to bring so much to the surface about the uh, about racism and the inequalities that that we actually presented in our country. It was self inflicted, um, and so I just want to honor him today. Uh, so really appreciative of all that. Yeah. What one thing I'll say is one of my favorite books that I've read in the last ten years is uh, Martin Luther King on leadership, and the thing that <clears throat> when you read this book, I mean. You know, I grew up in the 60s. I knew you grew up in the 20s. So you were, I'm teasing. And I, so I saw a lot a lot of the things, you know, that happened in the 60s firsthand. And, and I, you know, I don't want to go down that, that trail today. Um, but the one thing that uh, I saw, I was very blessed to be around good role models, uh, both white and black descent. and. Uh, so I was, I was definitely blessed on that front. And then reading the book, <clears throat> Martin Luther King on Leadership, is that he, he articulates all the things that they went through and how they went through that. And then it come from a leadership perspective. And, it, you know, they tried to take him out. And then when they didn't take him out, initially, they would go and they'd try to take out other people. And it was just like how they still had to maneuver through that. And the whole, the whole premise, of their movement was under peace. We're going to do this peacefully. 
We're going to assert ourselves. However, we're going to be do it peacefully. And uh, so it's a great, it's a great study, you know, regardless, um, you know, what your leadership abilities are, or where, you know, positions and, uh, you know, race. It's just a, it's a really good uh, book. So anyway, moving forward on the book. So it was, anyway, it was good to see Alvita, um, which is his niece, um, speak out on this. Uh, yeah, and what she, of course, said was, is that there there is the Constitution that says you can't keep a club from forming on religious basis because that's what also protects our freedom of religion. But just talking about how damaging it is because uh, Satanism and the Satanic uh, Temple, they're not they're not about promoting peace actually at all. I mean, I, if you take a look at their tenets, they're really more about violence. And uh, and division than they are about peace, um, but I just wanted you to take a look. This is what was sent out in a flyer to the, some first through fifth graders. And keep in mind, they're they're talking about a club for first through fifth graders, which means they're introducing them at a young age to this kind of way of thinking, or just this amount of evil that surrounds us. And you can't really see it too well in this picture, but the eye or that that right eye of that devil looking character um, has a symbol that you can't really see too well in this particular picture. There's one that's blown up online that uh, that symbol is in the FBI database as representing pedophilia. So it's very, you know, this is just very disturbing. And, and I put it in a leading up to the tribulation because more and more you're going to see this desensitizing in society of what we have known for ages and ages to be something that is uh, against what is good and what is true. Because anything that Satan does is against what God does. That's the whole point. And so when we actually put it out into the public like this, this becomes a real problem that we definitely need to keep an eye out on, but also too, not to become desensitized to it. Well, there is one other thing I found, because it was mentioned in that news story, GJ, that I thought, uh, this kind of leads us into the conversation that we're going to have in a, in a few minutes. Um, but I saw this one news story about something that's happening here in 2022. So the Satanic Temple of the United States is actually planning a conference in Scottsdale, Arizona, and they're calling it SatanCon 2022. So these are a couple of the leaders of uh, SatanCon, and his name is Douglas, but also known as Lucian Greaves. Of course, Lucian, it will be short for Lucifer. Uh, and they're actually standing outside of the district court of downtown Phoenix. Uh, Greaves is the co-founder of the Satanic Temple, and Short is the former head of the Arizona chapter of the Satanic Temple. And so they're holding this, this first annual SatanCon and inviting Satanists from all over the country to come into Arizona for this conference. So let me, let me just stop there and stop talking. What is your reaction to this, GJ? Because I I didn't get a chance to chat with you about this before before we got started. Uh, how about you uh, take that off the uh, screen? <laughs> yes, I'd be happy to. Thank you. Um, because of the symbol that guy's holding. Yeah. I mean, symbolism is everywhere, and it always has been. It's just it's been so subtle 
and and it's 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 made its way into cartoons it's made its way into tv film you know uh commercials uh you know now in the political realm uh and obviously you know in the religious sector i mean it's it's elevating and elevating and so it's like this boiling pot it's just now starting to boil and it's starting to overflow the symbolism is everywhere they're putting it in our face um and if you watch the last two uh Super Bowls at the halftime show, it was definitely in our face. Uh, there's been little bits and glimpses, you know, for at least the last 15 years at the halftime show. It's just, it's been very subtle to now it's getting, it's like all out right in our face. Then we're having these, <clears throat> these concerts where like we had that one down in Houston at, at the Astro World property. I mean, it's just getting more and more and more. And and as God, as Jesus says, you know, in the end days, it'll be more and more and more, and we're seeing it on all fronts. And they're not even hiding it now. Now it's almost like, hey, this is cool. So they're even using like this is cool to be a part of, which is a lie, because if you really get into what the truth is about it and the deception and the true evilness, and um, you know, down to the uh, you know giving away the children yeah i mean it is so deceptive and uh got, uh, satan is preying on that and the reason we're talking about this because it's happening and it, it isn't like oh it's out there well it doesn't really affect me there's nothing you can't watch like i watched a movie last night or yesterday and i saw and i saw two symbolisms in the movie that most people wouldn't have caught because they're not even thinking about it. And it's just the more I, I've seen it now, it's like, oh my gosh, there's another one. And it, and this wasn't even a satanic movie. You know, it, it wasn't about any of that. So they just set up these props and it's very subtle. And it's like, you know, most people don't even know it or they make they try to make it make sense. And that's the, that's what Satan does. The Satan will show something that that is normal to most people and just skew it just a little bit, just skew it just a tad more. You know, a little bit of truth with a little bit of a lie. Well, if it's a little bit of lie, it's really not truth. Most people see the truth, they don't see the lie or the deception of it. So that's happening more and more and more. We talk about deception, we talk about it. Part of the reason we do the show is like, here's the signs. All right, we're not saying these signs are, you know, a full pro, you know, prophetic. So, you know, symbol of that's been talked about. It's just it, we believe these are signs that are leading up to what will be a sign or the sign, and whether it's through our weather that we talk about, whether it's through the you know wars and rumors of war, we do a lot of the you know things that make you go. <laughs> and part of the reason we do it is like just to get you thinking. And I think right now we've been so trusting across the world of the governments, of the churches, of the the TV, the media. I mean, we've been so trusting in so many things, and there was a time you could do that to some degree. Now it's to like, hey, you better pay attention and start to do your own homework and, and dive in a little deeper because it's escalating at such a rapid pace that uh, it's not good. And... Um, but it says that's what it says is going to happen in the end days. And we believe there we're there, the two-minute warning. Whether the two-minute warning is, you know, 
in, in two minutes or two years or two, two, you know, 20 years or whatever it may be. We just feel like we're there. And if you just see what's happened over the last 24 months, everybody can say, and I know I say this almost every week, it's just, it is just continuing to pick up pace and it's just like a whirlwind. And the last thing I'll share is I see where people are looking for hope and people are looking for something good. And, and, uh, you know, it, it gets, it's like a heavy weight, even though you may not see the weight and just the level of deception that's going on in the world right now that we need to be aware of and pay attention. Well, the, one of the reasons why I kind of wanted to end off on that and segue into this message, GJ, is because evil is literally surrounding us. Everywhere we go, everywhere we look, there's symbolism that makes it seem a little bit more difficult to see. There's, um, and you know, here's the thing is that some, sometimes there's, as you mentioned, a little bit of truth, a little bit of good mixed in with everything else. And so you think to yourself, well, how come we're going to throw all of it out? If there's just a little bit of good in there, why would we just not go ahead and accept that? Because the rest of it, we, we just do away with that. Just not even pay attention to it. But evil is literally surrounding us. And that it reminded me of a song that Michael W. Smith did on one of his albums, and I can't play it, obviously, for copyright reasons, but um, where he talks about, it may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. And that's the song that really came into my heart last night as I was thinking this through and this morning. I've been kind of singing it almost all day, and I probably should listen to it after we're done here, but... Please don't sing it today. No, no, I might. Cool. But he says... Uh, but this is how we fight our battles. And then one of the lines is in the song, it says, nothing is as strong as the blood of Jesus. Amen. When you talk about, when you talk about the evil that surrounds us, it can feel like you're surrounded and there's no way out. And the psalmist in Psalm chapter 57 verses four through six said, I am surrounded by fierce lions who greedily devour human prey. It's, it's interesting that he used that word human prey. Uh, those words, human prey, whose teeth pierce like spears and arrows. And I can tell you right now, sometimes in life, it feels like those that are around us are just piercing our souls with, with uh, deceptive spears and deceptive arrows. And it seems like we're so surrounded. But then the psalmist says, be exalted, O God, above the highest heavens. May your glory shine over all the earth. And then the psalmist says, my enemies have set a trap for me. I am weary from distress. They have dug a deep pit in my path, but they themselves have fallen into it. And so as, as I remind you of the song, it may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. We fight our battles because nothing is as strong as the blood of Jesus. And then in John chapter 16, verses 30 to 33, this is Jesus talking. He says, now we know that you know all things and have no need for anyone to question you. By this, we believe that you came from God. That's the disciples talking to Jesus. Jesus answered them and, and says, do you now believe? Behold, an hour is coming and has already come for you to be scattered, each to his own home and to leave me alone. He's talking about the crucifixion where they would actually scatter and leave him to die on the cross alone, except for, the, except for John the Beloved. And he says, and yet I am not alone because the Father is with me. These things I have spoken to you so that in me you may have peace. And this is one of my favorite passages of scripture. In the world, you will have tribulation, but take courage. I have overcome the world. And GJ, what does your dad have written in John chapter 16? 
Whoa, Papa, Papa Reynolds. Papa Reynolds. Oh, Papa. Uh, well, <laughs> he wrote he wrote these, and my dad was really good at, at putting the date when he wrote those notes. So on uh, September second, nineteen eighty-eight. So glor so glorify God as well as myself, and then everything you just read in verse thirty-two and verse thirty-three. So John 16, 32, 33, he, he, when it was important, he, he didn't just align it, he would double line it. I am not alone, and these things I have spoken unto you, and in the world ye shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. So again, I know you just read that. So anyway, that stuck out to my dad in 1988 when he when he made those notes. And uh, I think the key takeaway is we're not alone, <clears throat> and and we we have God, and He's there to protect us and guide us. Doesn't mean it's going to be easy. He will protect us, and in the end, we win, and and we're going to have eternal life. So my question is, are you going to spend eternity in hell? Or are you going to spend eternity in heaven? I choose to spend it in heaven. And so everybody has that opportunity. I know you got some more to read in Revelation, which yeah. Which well, we'll pop Papa wrote some notes there too. Oh, cool. Well, definitely we'll get those notes in. One of the things that really stuck out to me and John, though, was when Jesus said the t- the hour's coming has already come for you to leave me alone. But that did not leave Jesus alone because he had the Father with him. So there are so many times where in our lives we feel like we're alone. We feel like there's nobody that's mm-hmm. there to support us. We feel like there's that everybody else is scattered, but the Father is with you. If you trust and believe in Jesus as the Son of God, God the Father is with you, and you have confessed with your mouth. He is with you. He's with you. And Jesus, I was listening to a sermon by uh, Robert Morris yesterday when he talks about when Jesus said, I give you the Holy Spirit. He was literally saying, I give you God. He's I'm here with you now, but when I go, I give you God. So it's because the Holy Spirit is part of the three and they act as one. So he was saying, I will not leave you alone. I will give you God to be with you because uh, it says in Isaiah that Jesus will be called Emmanuel, which means God with us. And of course, when he went to, to heaven, he didn't leave us alone. He sent the Holy Spirit, God with us. And so, uh, even though he, but here's the cool thing is that Jesus still went to the cross alone and he did that to bear our sins, to actually take on the sin of the world so that we could have a relationship with God. And so that when he sent the Holy Spirit to us, that we would know that we're not alone. And here's the culmination of it all. And I can't wait to hear what Papa Reynolds says about this in Revelation, but there is a final battle that's going to happen. and. Michael and the angels, who Mark, Michael is one of the archangels of heaven. There's two angels mentioned in the scriptures, Gabriel and Michael. Well, Michael and his angels fought with the dragon, who was the devil, and the dragon and his angels fought. But they, they, meaning the dragon and his angels, did not prevail, nor was there a place found for them in heaven any longer. So the great dragon was cast out, that serpent of old called the devil and Satan, who deceives the whole world. He was cast to the earth and his angels were cast out with him. Then I heard a loud voice in heaven saying, Now salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ have come. 
for the accuser of our brethren who accused them before our God day and night has been cast down. And they overcame him. And here's the key phrase, by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. And they did not love their lives to the death. Therefore rejoice, O heavens, and you who dwell in them. Woe to the inhabitants of the earth and the sea. For the devil has come down to you having great wrath because he knows he has a short time. We can overcome the devil because of the blood of the lamb, who is Jesus, and by the word of our testimony. That is the way that we overcome, overcome the evil one. And so this is how we fight our battles. Nothing, nothing is as strong as the blood of Jesus. JJ, what is your, what does Papa Reynolds uh, highlight and write in those passages? Well, there, there's two notes at the very bottom of the page where it's say, Satan pursuing the church. So, which we just talked about. <laughs> and, and even though the after school thing is not, uh, you know, necessarily the church, it's the body of Christ. I mean, you're, you're going after innocent children. Um, as part of God's children. Uh, and then he goes, Satan has been beaten. Come on. <clears throat> he has been not only beaten, but cast out, thrown down, not able to enter back in. He's overcome. It's finished. Amen. So what does that mean for us? What that means for us is that we, as we started off, uh, with this and what's written in the description on on um, on the channel, evil surrounds us, and there's not much we can do about that as far as the fact that it happens because it's there and it's not going to get any better. And all the things that we talk about, which are so serious, they're just not going to get any better. I mean, great for us to have information for you, but it it doesn't take away from the fact that it's actually happening around us. But the question is, is how do you endure it? How can we, as uh, people who believe in Jesus, those who are going to accept Jesus as their Savior, even right now, how can we endure what's happening around us until Jesus comes again, until the end is finally here? The only way we can do that is by trusting in God, trusting in Jesus, and then accepting that He is the Son of God that came to take away the sin of the world and our sin, and then believing and confessing that He is. He is the one that we need and, and accepting his forgiveness because he offers it to us freely. He went to the cross alone in our eyes, but God, his father was with him. And because of that, he overcame all of the sin in the world. And you can also overcome it by accepting the forgiveness that he offers. And so that's what we're going to do. We want you to have an opportunity to accept Jesus as your savior right now, today, because you know what? Tomorrow, it might be too late. You don't know what what this day will hold for you. You just don't. I mean, look, there's volcanoes going off. There are tsunamis that are happening. There are earthquakes happening, even in Afghanistan. To uh, this, like today, where several people have died. You don't know what your life might hold, or you don't know how long it's going to be there. But you can put your trust and your faith in a God who created you, loves you, and does not want to harm you, but wants you to have a relationship with Him for the rest of eternity. You can do that. So that's what we're going to do now. And so, GJ, would you lead him in a prayer? Sure, 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 sure. Sure, sure. Surely. <laughs> yeah, I knew you wanted to sing. 
So, you know, regardless where your walk is today, God, God is, is there for you. And obviously, if you're here at the 55-minute mark and you overcame the first three minutes of our show because there was nothing, uh, you know, there's a sign right there for you. And we're all about pointing out the signs or could be signs. The one thing I know is, are you ready? Are you sure? And if you got to this point, you're probably ready. You just may be fighting it. You know, the key thing here is, are you sure? Are sure about your eternal life and you're sure about, you know, which, which there's, there's the fork in the road. You're going to go one way or the other. You know, I choose to spend an eternity in heaven with those that I love and peace and, you know, the vibrance that, that God, God promises. So you can have that no matter what you've been able to do, whatever you've done up to this point, God will forgive you. And uh, maybe that's what you need. You need forgiveness. And uh, and maybe it starts with forgiving yourself. So I ask that you pray pray this prayer. And if and if you know Jesus, you know it's always great to recommit. You know, recommit, and God will show you the next steps. And and then once the prayer is over, I mean, there are next steps. I mean, there, you do need to start living and walking and 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 leaning in to what Jesus wants for you. And what I do know, He wants what's best for you, and it will lead to much greater things than what we think in our flesh. And that was something that I fought for years and years and years. Well, I won't be able to do this. I won't be able to do that. Well, you know, it all came full circle. And, you know, I just see the blessings over and over every single day uh, because I've made that choice. So, <clears throat> Father, we thank you for us being able to do the show and, and to have, have impact on whoever's watching, who's ever listening, and who's ever watching or listening right now, you know, is seeking your face. And so I, I pray that, that you touch them and, and and show your love and show your peace and show the the path and um, all the the things that you have for them. So <clears throat> if you're if you're praying along with me, Father, please come into my heart, make my heart new. Please forgive me of anything that I've done, and I I ask for your forgiveness. I ask for your your anointing. I ask for your continued guidance from this day forward. Again, um, you, I, you, I recognize you as as our uh, only Father, the only way to heaven, and you are the King of all kings. And so, continue to guide us and, and help us in everything that we do. Again, I pray for forgiveness. I pray for guidance, and I acknowledge you as our Lord and Savior. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, hey, your mom's ready. She's sure. What? She posted. I'm ready. I'm sure. Hallelujah, Jesus, as she said. Hallelujah, Jesus. Wow. About, about time. About time, Mom. <laughs> Do you hear how he's talking to you, Miss Nancy? Come on. By the way, the Last week was a tough week for my fan because it was one year since my dad passed. And yeah. here he is. He's having impact. Uh, and he's in heaven right now. I, mean, I can't tell you how much I appreciate the fact that you do um, bring his Bible and talk and kind of share his thoughts. Because honestly, he probably would have never known or never even imagined uh, his words that were written down being said to thousands of people across the world. So. Um, no, I guarantee he had no, well, obviously when he wrote that, it was for him. And I guarantee he had no clue on that. And then the understanding, I mean, he never, 
I mean, his most sophisticated phone was a flip phone. Uh, <laughs> he never got on the internet. <laughs> so, uh, you know, so uh, would he have fully comprehended it? I don't think so. And I don't even know if we do. Uh, like, God does. So, anyway, God's using his Bible, and now his Bible is my Bible. Come on. Bequested, handed down. And that's what we do, right? We hand down the word of God to others so that they can make a decision for him, live for him. All right, brother. Hey, this has been a good day. Good show. We'll see you next week. And uh, praying for everyone, please stay safe. Keep your eyes open. And just remember, it may look like we're surrounded, but we're surrounded by Jesus. God bless everybody. See you next time. Thank you for tuning in to End Times Chat with GJ and Dan. If you decided to follow Christ, email us at endtimeschat at gmail.com. We would love to hear your story. Tune in next time for more. And don't forget to pray, prepare, protect, proclaim, pray again, persist, persevere, and pass it on. God bless. We'll see you next time.